All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. I'm Alex Matthew and this is All You Need to Know before you set out to seize the day. Today is the 23rd of September. There was an interesting development or twist in the ongoing courtroom battle playing out between the Tata Sons and Cyrus Mistri Shapurti Palunji Group yesterday and it might well have repercussions for the ownership of Tata Group. Simply put, the Mistri family has said that it is time to separate from Tata. In a statement before the Supreme Court, the SP Group said, and I quote, the SP Tata relationship spanning over 70 years was forged on mutual trust, good faith and friendship. Today, it is with a heavy heart that the Mystery family believes that a separation of interests would best serve all stakeholder groups. Now, there was no detail in the statement on how the separation will take place and it is unlikely to be concluded in the next few days or indeed the next few weeks. That's because in all likelihood, it will not be a straightforward transaction. Tata Trust, which is the primary shareholder in Tata Sons, can't purchase shares and neither can any of the listed subsidiaries of Tata Sons and that includes Tata Consultancy Services. Then there's the small matter of valuation. A person close to the matter said that Tata Sons valuation could be approximately 10 lakh crore rupees. And that would put the value of SP Group's 18.5% stake at between 1.75 and 2 lakh crore rupees. Do look for the story and indeed the comments by experts that Bloomberg Quinn spoke to for more details on this developing story. That's on BloombergQuint.com. Shifting gears, there's news in the telecom space. Reliance Geo Infocom has unveiled aggressively priced postpaid plans bundling up to 500 GB of data and subscription to Netflix, Amazon Prime and Disney Plus Hotstar. The plans will have monthly tariffs ranging from 399 rupees to 1499 rupees with different benefits according to a company statement. Now, in other news, the government has proposed a review of insurance ombudsman or a dispute redressal system to make it more robust and transparent after a parliamentary panel flagged deficiencies. The panel, which was set up by the Department of Financial Services, Ministry of Finance, said in its report that the ombudsman rules are not sufficient to carry out the objectives of the IRDA Act of 1999 in order to protect the interest of policyholders. In the banking space, a day after SBI announced the rules it intends to follow to roll out the loan restructuring scheme introduced by the RBI, the largest private sector bank, HDFC Bank, has announced its own rules. One of them states that retail borrowers seeking to restructure their loan accounts or convert credit card debt will need to have a minimum outstanding balance of 25,000 rupees in their bank accounts. Find out more details on the other conditionalities in the story on the website. In other news, Singapore Exchange or SGX as it is commonly called and the National Stock Exchange of India are formally ending a years-long disagreement related to derivatives trading with the two exchanges set to launch a cross-border trading link. 
Both exchanges will withdraw arbitration proceedings that began after a dispute erupted in 2018 regarding the trading of Indian stock-based derivatives in Singapore. The exchanges have received another round of regulatory approvals on implementing a connect that will allow market participants to trade NC Nifty 50 index futures and options contracts from India's Gujarat International Finance Tech City. In international news, China has said that it intends to become carbon neutral by 2060. That's a tightening of its target to cut greenhouse gases and a signal of higher spending on green technologies in the next five years. President Xi Jinping also reiterated his goal for emissions to peak before 2030 and urged all nations to work toward a greener economic recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic. While he didn't lay out details, Xi's announcement implies that China's emissions will have to sharply decline to reach net zero in less than 30 years after peaking in 2030. But that's not all he said. In a strongly worded speech at the United Nations meeting, the Chinese president took a veiled swipe at the US, saying no country should be allowed to do whatever it likes and be the bully or the boss of the world." Unquote. In international markets, US stocks climbed, gaining back some ground that's been lost over the past few sessions. And the three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region were mixed, with one out of the three starting off in the green. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Hormuz. Lots to talk about. How are we looking at the start of the day? Good morning to you, Alex, and to our listeners as well. And as Alex mentioned earlier in the piece, the highlight of today's session will be the developments between Tata Sons and the SP Group, which took place on Tuesday evening. Watch out for the reaction in Tata Group stocks, along with the two listed companies of the SP Group, Sterling and Wilson Solar, and Forbes and Company. On to some other stocks in news, Vedanta has availed a loan facility of $1.75 billion from lenders like JP Morgan Chase, Barclays, Credit Suisse, among others. The loan has been availed for the purpose of delisting the shares of the company from the bourses. In order to avail this loan, the company's four promoter entities have created a combined share pledge of 186.3 crore shares or 50.13% of the total equity. As per the recent shareholding pattern, Vedanta's promoters had 50.14% stake in the company. Central Bank of India has launched a QIP issue on Tuesday. The floor price of 16.18 rupees a share is a 6% discount to Tuesday's closing price. Hindustan Construction Company has closed the sale of the Farakka Raiganj Highways to Cube Highways at an enterprise value of 1,508 crore rupees. The group will receive a payout of 603 crore rupees over a period of time. Watch out for Sequence Scientific in today's session. The company has signed a definitive agreement with Dr. Hussein Edin to acquire 40% stake from him in ProVet for $17 million. Provet is amongst the top three veterinary medicine companies and the largest local company in Turkey. Sequence Scientific currently holds 60% stake in Provet through its Irish subsidiary. The deal is expected to be completed before the 31st of October 2020. Max Venture Investment Holdings, the promoter of Max Healthcare Institute, will undertake an open market sale of 1.67 crore shares or 1.85% of the total equity in order to achieve minimum public shareholding as per SEBI guidelines. The most recent shareholding pattern showed that the promoters held 82.2% stake in the company. 
Some other stocks that would be in action today include Loras Labs, where the promoters have released a pledge on close to 10 lakh shares on Tuesday, and Repco Home Finance, where the Fidelity Group has acquired close to 0.7% stake at 150 rupees a share. Let's shift focus to IPOs now and the issue of Chemcon Speciality Chemicals was subscribed 12.6 times at the end of the second day of bidding. The retail portion was subscribed 23.5 times while institutional and non-institutional portion was subscribed 1.3 and 3.5 times respectively. The IPO of Computer Age Management Services or CAMS was subscribed 1.93 times on the second day. The retail portion here was subscribed close to 3 times. And Angel Brokings IPO saw demand of 0.77 times on the first day of the issue. The retail portion was subscribed one and a half times, while institutional subscription remained zero. Some stocks that were buzzing in Tuesday's session, GMM Fodler's OFS for retail investors opened today. The stock ended at a lower circuit of 10% on Tuesday, down for the fifth straight day. Watch out for Mahindra CIE Automotive, which snapped a three-day losing streak on Tuesday. The stock ended 8.5% higher and also had a breakout above its 200-day moving average. And Z Entertainment, which was the top laggard on the Nifty on Tuesday, ending 6.5% lower. The stock declined for the third straight day and ended below its 200-day moving average. The Sensex and the Nifty have closed at their lowest level in seven weeks and have declined for four straight days. Will that streak end today? Well, early ticks on the SGX Nifty are indicating that the index trades flat around the mark of 11,180. You can get more details on all of these stocks and a lot more in our all-you-need-to-know copy on BloombergQuint.com. With that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Hormuz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. That's all we have for you on this podcast. But as always, there's a lot more on the website, BloombergQuint.com. So don't forget to check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IBM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 